WebmasterRadio.fm. Log into the lounge and linger. Live, laugh, learn. Your radio target is locked, and you have reached strike point. Webmaster Radio's microphones stretch out across the Atlantic to bring you Strike Point. Our expert informative hosts will attack the search industry from Europe to the Americas and beyond. And now, Webmaster Radio presents Strike Point. Welcome to Strike Point, ladies and gentlemen. This is our premiere show, so if it all goes peak tongue, you know the blame. That would be Mikkel, my co-host for this evening. Over to you, Mikkel. Thank you, Dave. Yeah, I take all the blame. I'm used to that. Uh, so, yeah, welcome to Strike Point, and uh, this is our very first show, and uh, we're pretty damn nervous. You know, Dave just told me he pissed his pants, and I'm going to do the whole show in a soaking wet chair. So please feel sorry for Dave. And um, let's talk a little bit about what Strike Point is going to be about. Um, do you want to start out, Dave? Yeah, sure. I mean, basically, we're going to look at the search engine industry from the Europeans' point of view, uh, from the spammers' point of view, from the White Hats' point of view. Today, I think we're going to discuss... There's been a big topic in recent news about blog spam. Is it cool or is it not cool? And a good friend of mine, Danny Sullivan, has been running a bit of a survey on it uh, over at SEW. Yeah. Um, about the European angle, um, as Dave is pointing out, uh, this is the first European show broadcasting on Webmaster Radio. Um, the only thing that makes it really European at the, at the time being is that the fact that Dave and, and, and me are located here in Europe. Uh, so we do, of course, have a, a, a different point of view on some things versus uh, how, how some Americans are dealing with things. We do have local issues we're going to discuss, but a lot of the things that, that you're going to hear on the radio is, uh, of course, global. Most of the work we do is global work, as we always global. Uh, but there are going to be a few things that are European-based. Now, another thing that makes this show more appealing, we hope, to Europeans, and please let us know if we're all wrong here, but is the fact that, that we broadcast at a more decent hour. Uh, it's now 9 o'clock in, uh, in mid-Europe, and I think it's about 8 o'clock UK time. Right, Dave? It certainly is, Mikhail. In fact, my bottle of beer is almost empty, so I'm going to pass it over to our sponsors while I just go to the fridge. Okay. Around the world are utilizing effective content-based solutions from InfoSearch Media with the expertise of over 200 professional copywriters to work for you. Studies show that the number one factor visitors consider before making a purchase online is trust. And nothing creates more trust and loyalty than well-written, informative content. High-quality content also generates free search engine traffic. Content is definitely king. Visit InfoSearchMedia.com today. 60-day free advertising trial on the best of the web directory. That's BOTW.org, the Internet's oldest directory since 1994. We know what you want, and we've got what you need. And hey, if you can get some free online advertising in this world with no strings attached, feel us up. I I, I mean, feel free to take advantage of this extraordinary offer and start your no-risk 60-day free online advertising trial today. Best of the web. BOTW.org. Do you sell a product or service with monster potential in the online market? 
Then attack the opportunity to turn your dreams into reality. Equipped with flexible e-commerce software from MonsterCommerce.com. You'll possess complete control of your store, including your storefront's design, maintenance of your products, and management of your online orders. And all with the technical support and service. Available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Grow your business today with MonsterCommerce.com. Commercials terminated. And now back to Strike Okay, well, let's get off the air and start talking about Blobfam, I guess. Uh, Mikkel, I think, has got a few good points about why Blogspam actually works in the search engines, and I've got a few points how to actually do blog spamming in the search engine. So, Mikkel, if you want to take it away on how to do it. Well, I really want to take it back to um, to some of the very basics of, of why people get involved in blog spam uh, in the first place. And most of you guys in the chat room, I can see you probably know all about blog spamming, at least uh, in, in, in terms of what it is about. But let's just summarize it. Uh, this is all about getting links. This is about getting other websites to link to your website so it's more likely that your page is going to rank for whatever keywords it is that's important to you. So we need links for that. And uh, you can ask for links, you can beg for links, you can create pages that are so funky that people just want to link to them because it's cool. Or you can buy links, you can do all sorts of things. But a lot of people don't like to pay out money for things that they can get for free. And that's where blogs come into the equation. Now, most blogs have a common field, so you can go to a blog and seek out a post that you find interesting and make a comment to that uh, post. And in many, uh, at many blogs, uh, you can also leave uh, some kind of a signature, uh, often in the form of uh, URL to your website. So now I guess you all see the picture. So you go to the blogs and you make posting and you get links back to your website. Now, this is a very basic, so why people, of course, do this, is to build links. So um, there's a number of ways that, that, that uh, people go about uh, block spamming. Uh, the very basic is just going there and, and, and do the spamming. Now, you can, you, can, you can do that, and you can do that all day. You can go and find blogs, and you can do your manual uh, block spamming. Or you can go to forums, for that matter. You can go to guest books. Um, I'm not talking about yet whether or not you should actually do it or not. But I'm just saying that you can do that. Um, now, some people move on because, let's face it, it's a lot of work. If you want to go around to hundreds or thousands or even more blogs uh, and, 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 and spam them manually, it's a lot of work. And most of us don't like to work too much. Agree, Dave? Oh, definitely. I remember in the early days when we first discovered that um, guest books and the like was actually working for us, we actually employed five guys just to sit in a dark, dank office and fill guest books. Then we realized blog spamming was working, and we realized it was actually cheaper just to buy in a PHP programmer and write a few scripts, and away it went. Um, I agree. Uh, people do move on, um, and people do get clever, but the main problem is today is that blog spamming is still working and the rewards are so so vast for so many people on it um you take most of the major search engines now that they're going down the lsi routes of saying well we're only going to accept links from places that uh 
a theme. Well, blogs out there are theme for Viagra and fentamine these days. So what the hell are you going to do? I mean, where are you going to get a good fen-fen link from these days? Yeah, totally agree. And, um, you know, coming back to, to, to the bot thing, uh, a lot of people now have, have built their own softwares. Uh, I think actually there's even been a few half commercial products out there, at least some software that you could download and work your way from. And and it, it's it, the basics of building this kind of stuff is really not that difficult to be a good programmer. But um, I would also very much warn you that, that a lot of things can go wrong once you start uh, uh, collecting and posting different stuff on the web on a large scale. So if you're not completely confident that you can control your programming and the way it runs, I would, uh, I would recommend that you seek some, some professional help. <laughs> um, wouldn't you say so, Dave? Yeah, I mean, I've seen guys basically DDoS people's servers by accident. Um, if you get a loop in the wrong place or something stupid like that, you're just going to keep hitting the same blog over and over and over again till the server glows red and just melts. Um, one of the things that we've always said is just test the product before you release it. And at the end of the day, if you don't test or you go a bit crazy and think, hey, let's just run this out in the wild and see what happens, People are going to get burnt, and people are going to get really, really upset with you. And, I mean, I own an ISP. I mean, we get hit all the time from these sort of things, and we've wrote some quite good proxy scripts now that block most proxies coming into our servers. But it's, I can imagine, a big problem for a lot of people out there. Uh, we, we get a few funny questions coming in from the chat. Uh, it, it appears that there's somebody who don't know who's actually speaking on the radio today, Dave. So yeah, uh, I, maybe we, we uh, skipped the presentation and just jumped right into the show. Uh, yeah, well, so maybe we should give it just a, a minute or two. Um, my name is Michael Dimip, and um, some of you probably know me from the conferences and around the forums. I'm monitoring at uh, Search Engine Watch Forums, and uh, I'm speaking a lot at the Search Engine Strategies. And uh, so I probably met a lot of you guys out there, and I see at least a couple of my good friends are in the forum. So um, please ask away if you have any questions, and then you, Dave. Yeah, um, I think most of you guys know me as being uh, Dave N from the forums and speak at Webmaster World and SES too. Uh, I think I've got a bit of a reputation as being a bit more of a black hat than a white hat, but I don't think that's quite true to you, Mikkel. No, I, I don't think so. Uh, I, I think you've got a very beautiful, colorful hat, uh, maybe a, even a collection of hats. Some of you guys probably seen my collection. Um, I did present it at a show recently in Chicago. But let's get back to, to the blog spamming. I think now that we declare our names, I think uh, most people probably know who we are. Um, but let's get back to the to the blog spamming issue of today. Um, one of the one of the questions that that I have coming up is when is it really blog spam? Because I mean, uh, if we take search engine watch forms, there's a clear and, and definite task that that. Um, that say that you cannot post promotional links. So that's clear. You know, if you do something, if you put a link in search engine forums, um, even though it's not a blog, but if you put a link in there, it's considered spam, and and it usually get removed unless it's it's really relevant to the posting you're making. <laughs> but if we're moving into the blogs fair, um, when is a is a is a post really a a, a, a spam post, and when is it just a post? When is it a good post? When is it a really bad post? 
And, and what really makes it spam? Do you do you have any clients on that, Dave? I think uh, Mike Graham summed it up for me at one of the SES conferences when he was talking about one of his friends that had died and his wife had set up a blog and it was a tribute blog and he was getting stuff on there that was I had grown fentamine and all these kind of things and I kind of felt real bad about that because it's like yeah that was a live blog that people hit in and I think that anything that actually hits a blog that is alive and I think we'll go a bit further into what a live blog is and what a dead blog is um, and maybe even what a blog is as a new term that's been coined around the net just recently it if you're going to hit somebody's blog with a comment yeah if it's not on theme I think it's got to be classed as being spam uh, but when people open up a, a piece of software and say enter your comments here I think you open yourself up to a whole load of pain, and it's, it's you ask you are almost asking for trouble, in my opinion. You know what I mean? If you're not going to police it, yeah, then you're going to get spammed to bits on it. And I know that WordPress and Blog have been releasing a load of new products just recently, but I still get hit every day, um, even on the latest WordPress releases. Yeah, I think we we, we all seen the the, the blog spam around, and and uh, I think that that it's very easy to spot what we can all agree is pure and and ugly blog spam. Uh, but 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 I'm you know more questioning. What, what about if if I go around looking at different blogs, reading the posts, and I think this is a post that's relevant for my for my traveling site, you know, and I I make a comment to to the post in the comment field, and I add a link to my website. Uh, I guess that's probably not, in a, in a general way, considered uh, a, 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 a blog spam, right, Dave? I would I would agree with that. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's nothing. I mean, that's almost like natural link hunting in the blogs. Hey, realistically, I mean, I think that you could almost take that one step further and say that you've actually written a, a spider that goes out and finds on-theme blogs, and you basically get a list of those and you go and hand review them and enter the comments that you want in there, linking back to your blog. I think uh, it kind of gets a bit spammy when you say, well, let's forget about what theme it is, and I'm not going to do it by hand anymore. I'm just going to hit everything that moves. So uh, let's let's keep it in hand, but let's enhance the system, you know, except uh, move on from just going around manually finding blocks. You know, then I build a database of blocks. I build a small spider that can identify blocks. And I build a system so I can search the blocks by, by keywords and find the right blocks that match my, my, my website. And I guess doing that in itself, of course, doesn't make it spam. Uh, but then I employ five or ten Indian people at a low rate and have them go to my list of blocks and, and read the post and make relevant and good comments. Now, are we getting close to spam now, Dave? No. No, I mean, I, I think that, that's pretty okay in this world that we live in. It's still human intervention. They they look at the screen, they they read the capture, and they input it. I, I think I think you're still okay at the moment, Mikkel. I don't think you've crossed the dark line just yet. Okay. So let's say that I enhance my 10 Indians with a little tool that just makes posting a little faster. It's kind of like a, 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 a pure uh, block spamming bot, but they actually do have to verify the text and click the OK. So post by post, there's still a human intervention. Now, are we getting close to block spamming? 
No. I think if you, to get really close to blog spam, you've got to sack those 10 little Indian chappies personally and just automate it and just go full flow and just hit everything from Jeremy's blog to Google's blog to any blog, anything that moves, not on theme. It's just there and it can be posted to. I think then you're blog spamming. Other than that, I think that you're just acquiring links on target. I think. Okay. I think we got that cleared out. But then again, you know, we're not really the one who are going to define anything. We're just discussing it, and, and neither Dave or me are in any position to, to define block spam. We're really just discussing our point of view on this. And uh, we're going to have time, hopefully, by the end of the show, for some Q&A uh, in the chat room. So please go to webmasterradio.fm and log into the chat room. Uh, you can ask questions directly to me and Dave. And I think it's about time to um, get a get a few words from our sponsors. Um, so let's turn it over to some commercials. The innovative services of Load.com help you easily maximize your business and bottom line. Since 1999, Load.com has offered premium web applications and business solutions for companies worldwide. Set up business and private mailboxes. Track marketing and website traffic. And assure a professional design for your website with Load's email, web stats, and DNS services. Save time. Save money. Load is your reliable source for professional web applications and business solutions. Visit Load.com. That's L-O-A-D dot com and get loaded today. A rose by any other name would still be the same. Move over, Shakespeare. You need to differentiate yourself from your competition. Do it by aligning yourself with a company who has earned the trust of Jupiter Media, the NHL, and Lionsgate Films, among others. Moniker.com is the most secure ICANN-accredited register on the planet, offering you domain registration, hosting, domain sales, and acquisition services. Wrap that up with 24-7 support. That's your winning combination. M-O-N-I-K-E-R. More than a name. Contrary to what your mother told you, you cannot be all things to all people. You can, however, focus on your primary business and ensure your success by outsourcing technical projects to a company who is forward-thinking, solutions-oriented, and works as a complete extension of your organization. No need to do it over and over again. SRK Consulting can develop integrated automation programs, programming in most major languages and operating systems. SRKConsulting.com Making sure your mother is always proud. Commercials terminated. And now back to Strike Welcome back to Strike Point with Dave N. and Miguel de Mip uh, hosting today. Uh, we're talking about block spamming today and uh, what to consider doing. Block spam is our next topic. We discussed briefly um, why people are doing block spamming and the different ways of people are doing it. But now let's move into uh, some of the things to consider when you're doing block spam. Now, in this section, we're not going to talk about whether or not you should actually do it. And by the end of the day, it's going to be up to you anyway. But we are going to talk a little bit about that later. But right now, let's just keep it to what not to do when you're doing block spam. So we've got a few things listed here that, that are, are pretty well-known no-nos. And if uh, do you want to go ahead and start, David? Yeah, sure. Never blog spam 
a search engine reps blog ever. Yeah, and there's loads out there. I know that David Crane's got one. Obviously, Jeremy's got one who I can't pronounce his surname. Uh, even Matt Cutts has got one now, but I think that most people would target him just for the hell of it anyway. Um, never go overboard. Always test the water first. Just don't go at it full steam. If you go at it full steam and you get it wrong, there's a lot of backlinks that are out there going to the wrong place. If you are going to blog spam, send them to a dead page first. That way, nobody gets a telephone call, nobody complains. And a good friend of mine just said, whatever you do, do not take out the merchant. Yeah, We've seen this happen so many times before where there's a hard redirecting. Someone spams a buy Viagra here, very cheap online. Matt says, I can't do it, blah, 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 dot com. So good redirect on it. You spam, I don't know, say one, two million blogs, and all of a sudden the merchant disappears. And that was all because Google was following the redirect and going, hang on a minute, this guy must be blog spamming. And he wasn't. So you've got to be careful. You've got, it's not something that you can just automate and do quickly and easily. There, there is a skill to it, and some of the skills are seeding. Um, that's where you run through a blog spam script, and you seed it with a unique number or a unique code. But it doesn't go anywhere. There's no links in it whatsoever. Leave it a couple of weeks. Go back to the blogs that were hit. See if that seed number's there. If it is there, fine. Randomize the numbers. Don't make a seed like so many people do on the blogs that I own with the same seed. I type in the seed into Google. There you go. There's a thousand blogs that they've just spanned. Now, if Google was a smart cookie, they could come along, look at that seed, and go, all those blogs must be dead blogs because that seed is still there. Delete them from our index, and they can never be infected again. There's so many ways the search engines could realistically kill blog spamming overnight. They just don't. Don't know why. They just don't do it. Any points you want to bring up on that, Mikkel? Yeah, well, actually, I'd like to, to just take it one step back to the to the, the issue about not spamming the search engine blocks, which, are, when you think about it, of course, very obvious. Now, uh, in, in in this discussion about block spamming, I'm really the the novice here and 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 the amateur because I haven't really been been a lot around the whole block spamming scene. I've been reading my stuff and I know exactly what goes on, uh, but I think when it comes to the actual performing of things, uh, you you're the pro, Dave. <laughs> Um, but I'd like to go back to the to the issue of um, of not spamming the search engine blogs. I think we all know that Matt Cuts Cuts have a blog, and Jeremy from Yahoo I think have one, and you know that several people around that have blogs that you probably won't uh, don't don't want to spam. You probably don't want to spam Danny's blog, and and and. But how do you? How would you? How would you go around actually finding all the blogs that are not listed? Are there any commercial list of blogs not to spam available, Dave? I don't think there is. I think what most people do is build a an index of their own. Um, I know when the scripts that we've seen and. Uh, looked at before in the past. They've always had three databases. Databases of live blogs where if you blog a live blog, it's going to get removed. You're wasting your time and you're wasting their time and you're just going to annoy them. They're going to either chase down the merchant and get your affiliate pulled. They're going to chase down the host and get your website removed. Um, 
and just just cause your aggravation. So you best just leave those guys alone. Again, there's the what we call the shit list. Those are the blogs that you know that if you blog those guys, yeah, it's going to bring a whole world of pain down on you. And those are the guys that you just, if you want to really upset somebody, I don't know, blog in gadgets, blog onto those guys and see what happens. And uh, that will bring a whole load of pain down on people. The second one, the third one, sorry, is the dead blogs. I mean, those are the places you want to be leaving, places that people have abandoned. I mean, I can't remember what the uptake was. I mean, I know about eight months ago that the ratio of blogs setting up and the ratio of blogs dying was almost around about 30% of them died. So if you just do the maths on that, I mean, you're most probably going to get two million dead blogs out there that are just dead. I mean, people they don't go to them, they don't pick up the email, they don't even know what's going on on them. good way to check it is just find a site that's ranking in the search engines, most probably Yahoo, for some weird term like Fentamine, and just look at its backlinks and spider all those, and I'm sure you'll find a few hundred thousand dead blogs there. So, uh, and, uh, a few other things that, that might be relevant to consider doing blog spam, that, that uh, one of them is relevant to all of us Europeans, and I don't actually know how many Europeans are listening to this show or how many are in the, in the chat room, but maybe uh, the Europeans like to say hi. But in any case, uh, what I like to bring up is uh, the issue of local links. Uh, now, most of us Europeans know that if you, if you want to rank locally, uh, you've got to have some local link building to, to, um, to still be preferred in the local field. Um, of, of search results, so this is this is, this might uh, be a, be a really good way for you to collect some local links. Go out and and, and find local uh, communities and local blogs that you can you can post in or you can spam whatever way that you feel is right for you. Um, but it might be an interesting way for you to um, to build local links too. Right, Dave? Yeah, I mean, one of the other things, of course, is if you're a pro blogger, I guess, is that you spider them and find out what IP the, the country's based in. And basically, once you've got a large... I mean, I think the database that we had at one time was about 4 million blogs. And, and that's not pages, that's actual blog URLs with not page count. And we IP tracked them all, so we knew exactly what countries are in. I mean, you don't want to be promoting something in America if you are promoting, if you're hitting Brazilian blogs or something like this. You you want to kind of keep it targeted to the countries. Uh, Green-eyed ones just said, "Is there anywhere anywhere we can recommend getting other links from other than blogs?" I think the problem is at the moment is that blogs are so easy to get links from. Um, Obviously, guest books and anything takes a form. I mean, I've even seen people blog spamming, well, not blog spamming, but image spamming, um, liquor and places like these these days. So, you know, I mean, get the IP addresses of the URL you're targeting um, if you want IP specific stuff. Yeah, I just want to uh, um, emphasize a few things on the on the guest book issue because there's been a lot of talk about guest books. It, it probably goes maybe dates maybe six months back or something. There's a lot of talk about guest books, especially in the U.S. based uh, SEO forums. And 
and and and what seems to be a fact that that um, that some of the major engines were trying to to identify this kind of of guestbook spam and excluding guestbooks specifically for this. Um, that might be true when it comes to English or U.S. specific uh, content, but uh, at least what I found in, in in the rest of the world, and especially speaking about smaller smaller languages like Danish, Swedish, Norwegian, Belgium, other other smaller uh, languages from small nations, um, we don't see this kind of filtering. A link from a guestbook is is as good as any other link, as far as I can tell. Uh, I don't see any difference on a, on a, on a broad scale. I don't know what you say about that, Dave. I would agree totally. Um, it seems at the moment that the search engines in the drive to be the biggest search engine out there seem to like taken off the gloves and said, yeah, we'll just count everything that comes in. And it, it's it's weird. It's it's like it's almost gone back four years at the moment. And I kind of wish that I never hung up my gloves sometimes. But hey, life moves on, I guess. Yeah, and uh, so let's let's move on to um, to, to the next topic uh, or the next uh, next uh, headline here. Uh, how do you actually find the blogs? We we briefly touched this just a, a few ago, uh, but Dave, maybe you wanna you wanna go uh, a bit um, a bit deeper into how you actually identify uh, the blogs uh, that are relevant for you to to spam. The big one, obviously, was Spider and Google for things like mt-comments.cgi, which was the CGI page for entering blogs. Even if you type it now um, into Yahoo, you still get, oh, let's have a quick check, shall we? Uh, how many do we actually get returned? We get 8 million. So there's kind of 8 million blogs there to go for. Google actually started doing something really, really sneaky by saying, we think your computer's being infected with spyware. Please enter this capture code. And that kind of slowed people down a little bit. But all it did was just, if you take any particular blog type application and just go look on page, everything in this industry has got a footprint. Now, if you've got a footprint, yeah, you can find and things like comments posted on this date is a footprint for blogs. If you found that, it's not very hard to find where the script is. Once you found the script, away you go for the spider and spider the search engines. Yeah, I think that's uh, probably the, the the most obvious way to go. You you were also talking about um, backtracking um, websites that 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 rank high for very competitive phrases and 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 look at the kind of link networks that they they're building on. Yeah, I mean, if you do a search in Google at the moment, um, go three keyword phrase. Don't go single. It seems to really keep that nice and clean. But pick a drug and, like, buy something online or buy something cheap and just look at one of the, the top ten results. They'll stand out by a mile uh, and just use Yahoo Site Explorer. They give you uh, a nice little... CSV download file, so you just load it straight in and pop it into your script, and away you go. Uh, I mean, if you if you look at the industry as a whole, um, the whole blog spamming game, I, I don't think it's got that much long left in it. Maybe a year, eighteen months, and maybe people think that's a long time in this industry, but search engines are really, really slow. Until a lot of people start complaining about it, I don't think the search engines will do much about it. Um, people have started changing the, the, the file names and stuff like this. It's 
abide with it. I mean, if the, you know, I mean, go to the blacklists and look at the blacklists for known um, URLs. Yeah, go to that URL because you know that they've been empty comment that they've been put on the empty blacklist. You'll know which sites have not got the empty blacklist installed. So spider it. Pick out all the URLs, go to the search engine, site colon, URL that's on the blacklist, find the blogs that have still got that URL on it, and away you go. There's 101 ways of finding which are dead blogs. Thanks. Uh, I think we, we're going to move on uh, um, to, the next, uh, um, to the next issue, and that is uh, taking the thing taking the whole thing a, a spin around and looking at how do you actually protect your blog from those damn spammers. So if you're running a blog now and you're tired of people like me and Dave making your life a living hell, Dave is going to tell you how to protect yourself against us. Aren't you, Dave? <laughs> do I have to? Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> Build your own this is just among friends. <laughs> <laughs> Build your own blacklist. Open proxies are a classic one. Every time you get hit, store the proxy, put it into your comment spam list. Crawl the internet for things that people have spammed in the past and build a URL list. And it's the only way to do it, you know what I mean? You've got to build it. I mean, I've seen a lot of people where you now have to register before you can actually place a link on there. I think actually is WordPress now, the new installed ones that we've been doing just recently, you it automatically says there that you you have to register before you can actually sign up as a as an install. Um, so obviously that is one way that the industry is trying to stop it. But obviously you don't want to stop people from participating in your blog. And I today, I mean, I've got a, a very, very extensive blacklist of keywords let people blog on. But I still get comments, people like, hey, Dave, but what if you're trying to rank for Viagra in the search engines? And it's like, it's a valid comment for my blog. But how do I stop the blog spammers getting in there? Um, I mean, Genstars tell your blog spamming friends to add your blog to their blacklist. Now, Gen spot on. You'll find the most pro spammers, yeah, if you say, if you email them, yeah, if they haven't faked the who is, of course, if you email them and say, hey, guys, look, you spam me. I'm going to kick up so much of a fuss over this, yeah, it's not worth it. And basically... They'll stop. They'll put you on the whitelist, and they won't spam you anymore. At the end of the day, a professional spammer is after dead blogs, not live ones. Yeah, and um, I think that that uh, brings us uh, into um, the question of, of whether you should really do blocking or not. Now, I, we, we haven't really touched that a lot today. We just talked about blog spamming as something you can do. Um, but should you do it? I mean, uh, we've both been doing some of it. I'm not completely white, but I'm not as experienced as my dear friend Dave here. But the question is, should you really do it? Uh, I mean, of course, you, you're doing it, so you obviously think you, you should do it. But could you think of, of reasons not to do this, Dave? I don't think you need to anymore. Um, I don't think that we've hit a blog since December time. Um, 
there's ways and means of ranking the search engines without having to hit blogs. I think the once something becomes mainstream and such an irritant as blog spamming, people get onto it, and it's the same as guestbook spamming when that was around. I mean, how many people actually still guestbook spam anymore? It still works. Well, people kind of like move on, and I think that that's what will happen. I, I don't think that any one body will actually stop the blog spamming. I think that smart people will find smarter ways to spam, and the sheep will follow the smarter people. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think you are, Michael. I think you are the only one. <laughs> But I think they will. You know, I mean, I honestly feel that the day of blog spamming is coming to an end. Um, I mean, most pro bloggers now are putting out um, no follow tags. They're using good uh, heuristics for listing sites and checking for open proxies. The only thing that's left are the dead blogs that have been spammed to bits. And believe you me, Google and Yahoo and Okay, maybe it's not MSN, but definitely Google and Yahoo. Definitely know which are the non-trusted blogs to take links from. Uh, the big problem for them, obviously, is that they can't openly do anything about it. Because if I go and open up my dark closet and get out a blog spamming script and say, right, this guy's my competitor, I'm going to sack two million blogs just to get him removed, the chances are nothing will happen. The chances are that he may even rank for a little while, and then Google put in a little filter that will those backlinks, and maybe he's given them a little slap and a small penalty. But they don't take people out. They don't delete them, and they can really prove deep down that that site that was spamming is the culprit spamming site and not somebody having a go at somebody else. And the weirdest thing that I've been seeing just recently is people blog spamming people's blogs for no reason. You know what I mean? There's no commercial reason for it. It's like people blog spamming my blog with an SEW or spamming my blog with Matt Cutts or Jay Evans or RC3.orgs or something like that. It's crazy stuff that's got, it can't be a seed. Because there's no real, you know what I mean, you, you can't see something with a blog that's got blog links coming to it already because you don't know what's going to be dead and what's going to be good. It, it's kind of like almost as someone just said, I'm getting out of the game, I'm just going to destroy the blog industry for good. I, I just can't understand that bit at the moment. Um, and it's really, really hard to filter those sort of guys because you don't want to filter an innocent and you don't want to penalize an innocent either. I've lost track of where I was. Sorry, Rick. I just kind of went into my own little world for a minute then. <laughs> I think I think we all enjoy that day. Thank you. Uh, I think we're going to give you a few uh, seconds with our dear sponsors, and uh, please come and thank them. Uh, after the break, we will come back with a top list of things not to do if you're block spamming. So here we go. Do you sell a product or service with monster potential in the online market? 
Then attack the opportunity to turn your dreams into reality. Equipped with flexible e-commerce software from MonsterCommerce.com. You'll possess complete control of your store, including your storefront's design, maintenance of your products, and management of your online orders. And all with the technical support and service. Available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Grow your business today with MonsterCommerce.com. It's all about links, baby. Content is king, but links are what you need to get you those all-important organic search listings. Float to the top of your keyword listings within the major portals while driving targeted traffic to your website at the same time. Work with a company with a proven track record for delivering results for thousands of individual website owners and major Fortune 500 companies. TextLinkAds.com is your source for securing relevant links. Baby, TextLinkAds.com. 60-day free advertising trial on the best of the web directory. That's BOTW.org, the Internet's oldest directory since 1994. We know what you want, and we've got what you need. And hey, if you can get some free online advertising in this world with no strings attached, feel us up. I, I, I mean, feel free to take advantage of this extraordinary offer and start your no-risk 60-day free online advertising. Advertising trial today. Best of the web. BOTW.org. Welcome back to Strike Point and the top five list of things not to do if you're block spamming. So let's take number five. Remember, I've lost my notes. <laughs> That'll teach me wanted to be really, really clever. Okay, number five was. Where the hell did my notes Remember, the two million bloggers can't be wrong. They're always right. Bloody notes. <laughs> Number four? Number four, proceed with your own signature. So you all remember when you seed, when you test your blog database, do not sign it with your own website or your own name or your telephone number or anything stupid things like that. Sign it off with a unique code you can identify uh, across uh, every single page on the web. So number three, remember test new scripts on your own blog, not other people's. DDoS attacks aren't funny and they aren't clever. Number two? Do not spam Matt Cart's blog. And I don't think you need any more comments for that. Just don't do it. Number one. Remember, all bloggers have feelings too. So always be polite. Something like, nice blog by Viagra here will suffice. And I think that rounds up for the top five things of not <laughs> top five list of things not to do if you're block spamming. Um, so let's move into before we go to the Q and A. I know there's already a few questions popped up in the in the chat, and don't worry, we are really going uh, to pick them up in a few seconds. Um, so uh, let's move into, just before we go into the Q&A, the risk evaluation of things. Now, we talked a little bit about uh, some of the risk involved in this, uh, but I'd like to just summarize things a little bit here. Um, I'd like to divide things into uh, the legal risk and, and the risk of getting getting hurt in search engines, getting banned, uh, ultimately. Um, now, 
as we discussed uh, previously about about uh, uh, posting these comments, is that that on most blogs they're inviting you to make a, a post, they're inviting you to make a comment, and in most blogs there's no terms of service saying that you cannot do that on a high scale, or you cannot do it help of any tools or any mechanisms that, that, that do this for you. So, so from a legal point of view, I find it very difficult to believe that, that it could be illegal. Now, of course, there could be some extreme cases where you run a, a, a spam bot that just goes crazy, and it might be that that, um, that that could turn into some, some legal issue for you. And, of course, I have to say I'm not a lawyer. And, and even if I were, I would probably only know Danish law, and, and you guys are all around the world in different nations. So I, I cannot say for sure, of course, if it's illegal. But my gut feels to say, tells me that this, I don't see how it could be uh, under normal circumstances. But the other part uh, is... Uh, is um, it's a banning issue, and that is, of course, a real issue. I mean, we, we see ba- uh, sites getting in and out of, of, of Google all the time, especially some getting out. And, uh, and, and of course, there's a, there's, a, there's a real risk in this. But I haven't really played a lot with, with, with the whole block spamming thing on large scale. So, so what are you thinking, Dave? Uh, what are your uh, experience in, in the risk of actually getting penalized in engines for this? And also, if you have any comments on legal issues. I think the legal issue side of it, I suppose, is where is the comment generated? I mean, if it's generated in the UK, but it's hit in a US blog, which laws do you fall into? Do you fall into a UK law or do you fall into an American law? If running your spamming through a Russian proxy, is it the Russian proxy or is it where it was generated from. It's such a grey area. I mean, there will be one day, and I'm sure there'll be a test case that goes to court, uh, some block spammer will go to prison for it, and it will stop overnight. But I think it'll take a real judge and a very clever lawyer to either A, find somebody, um, and B, actually get them into the country that the the law's actually charging them. You know what I mean? It's I, I'm in the UK, and if I don't hit UK logs, am I free from that? I don't know. It's it's kind of weird, really. You know what I mean? It's If you come out of Russia, are you falling under Russian laws? If you employ Indians, are you coming out under Indian laws? I don't know. It's, it's too much of a grey area. Um, but I think the risk is definitely there. Definitely there. Um... So what about the, the, the risk of getting your site uh, penalized or getting other people's sites penalized uh, for, for your actions? Uh, how about that risk? I've seen both. I've seen both happen. Um, I've seen a lot of sites go by the wayside that have popped in, made 30,000 US dollars in the first two weeks, then disappear altogether. And I've seen sites that have stayed there and the merchant account get tanked straight away. Um, so it's kind of like, it's a bit weird, really. It's, I don't think that the search engine has got a real grasp of what's a real spam site and what's not a real spam site. I mean, if I could build 10 websites all about little lions, yeah, and I block spam those all out, and then I redirect all those to some poor so-and-so's little lion website, um, 
who gets penalised? Uh, you know, I mean, it's it's kind of a it's a weird one. Did it just take out the feed sites, or did they go? Hang on a minute, the little lion sites. These look like the his sites have been registered with his who is. They are hosted in the same server bank as his. It's you know, I mean, it's such a great area. Um, it's it's a it's it's a hard call. It really is. Uh, I wouldn't want I would not want to be the search engine. Uh, rep that has to make that call. I'll leave that to Matt. Okay, just to round it off really quickly before we take uh, some of the questions. Uh, have you experienced, let me be moderate, have you experienced a, a great percentage of, of your staff uh, in, in the block spamming area getting penalized, or is it very fair? I mean, what, what are the risk factors here? Um, I've seen the search engines getting a lot better at targeting what they think is a spam site, and there's certain footprints that they can target from the blog spam, but I've seen other stuff, that, especially on deep linking into pretty much white sites. Um, you don't have to push many links for many blogs, which seems to sort of like float the boat at the moment. Um, but I think the risk factor is if you're going to blog spam, it's a build and burn process, and and don't think of anything more than disposable domains and just walk away from it. Reap for what you can get for it and walk away. So, so what you're saying is that that you know because there is a real real risk of getting penalised, you you should only work uh, with blog spamming on disposable domains, domains that you can you can afford to lose, right? Hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah. Don't. I mean, one of the biggest mistakes that I've seen made is that somebody puts up. It's okay, it's a spam site, but it's ranking naturally by itself, and they want to push it a little bit harder. So a couple of hundred blog links at it, and it goes. And there's your risk. You know what I mean? It's like, and I've seen other people put up a single page website, throw half a million links at it, and it'll float for six months. It, it's so hit and miss. And you've just got to just say the risk is so high, yeah, that it could burn any day. And just play it that way. Yeah, that sounds wise. So we only got a few minutes left. We've been talking too much, Dave. Uh, I don't know what's <laughs> wrong with us, and we didn't even prepare that well. So I don't know where this is going when we start preparing for the shows. It's probably going to end up like a six-hour show. But I hope you all enjoyed it. And let's uh, take some of the questions that came in. There was a question earlier on. Uh, I actually think the poster left, uh, but that doesn't make the, the the question any any less relevant. Um, asking um, about uh, how many keyword phrases do you use when putting links in blogs? Do you link to each page of your site from various blogs? Do you want to say that, Dave? Randomize it. So about 10 or 15 links at a go. Um, you can even randomize different websites. Uh, most blog spammers, though, just build a single page and throw as many links as humanly possible at that page. At the end of the day, they're lazy, so the less work you can do, the better. And they just go after maybe two or three keyword phrases to a single page, usually black and white with a URL encoded JavaScript redirect. Ding, there you go. What's QS mean? 
Oh, I was just asking if there was any more questions. <laughs> I guess like it was a poor way to do it. <laughs> uh, but if you if you got any any more questions, uh, um, all you guys in chat room, just uh, post them. We only got like a couple minutes left before we have to leave you. Uh, there was another question from the same poster about uh, how how if, if we could recommend any other easy ways to get links. Are there any other places you can recommend getting links other than blogs, or blogs the only way to get links quickly? Well, I think we already touched it a little bit. Uh, guest books, yeah. forums, anything where you can post and have a link going back directly without a redirect to your site is potentially a place that you could you could link spam. Um, there's also been the use of referral links uh, or referral spam. Um, so some websites have their uh, stats open so anybody can go and see them and most of those stats program output a list of referred sites, sites that, that send traffic to the website. Now you can set up a small bot that sends refer headers to the site in question and suddenly your site pop up at, at the high of this, uh, at the top of this list showing you as a referrer and, and providing a link back from that page uh, giving you some, some link pop. I don't think that actually a lot of people are still doing this. Uh, it's too much work for too little benefits and, and you're pissing off too many people. So I don't know about, about you, Dave, but, but I don't see this, uh, this around too much anymore. No, me neither. I mean, um, we got into the question there about can you blog, blog, blog spam? What the hell is that? Can you blog spam a competitive way? Yes, you can, um, as long as you do it intelligently. And like I said before, it's really down yeah, to the search engine rep that is looking at that site and saying, is this someone attacking their site or is this someone trying to benefit from blog spam? And that's where the high risk is. And one of the good ways, of course, is already split someone's PR, look for if they just promote WWW and the non-WWW resolve, blog spam that. I mean, that will cause more grief than anything else that I can think of at the moment time. Are you being evil now? <laughs> no, 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 no. I did a good one as well as I posted up on my blog with the Matt Cuts thing that WordPress, you can actually Google's dupe content filters by going, there's the ID of the blog, there's the URL that they've rewritten out, hit it with two links and, and let's see what we run on that one. But I'm doing it on Matt's blog so he can, he can check out their content filters. Nothing <laughs> honest. <laughs> You've never been afraid to um, to go the whole way. <laughs> no, I mean that's it. Life's too short to so like mess about with half ways. There was a question that coming up on the way that we were talking about the the top five list of things not to do when you're block spamming uh, about if people actually do use their own info for 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 seeding. Um, have you have you seen that a lot? I mean, I've seen something that looks like seeding that that looks really really bad because it. You know, it was very apparent where it came from, but I don't know how much of it you've seen, Dave. I, I don't think any pro spammer would do that. I really, you know what I mean? It's like they are so insular, they won't even use their own who is information. I can't see them really seeding it that way. I can see a lot of noobs out there going, Ooh, yeah, I bought a $199 piece of script that allows me to get half a million back from blogs. Go, let me test it with my own email address. Like, Please give me a break. <laughs> you know, he's like, I mean, simple, you know, you give to, you know, it's giving guns to children, isn't it? You know that they're going to shoot the parent one day. Um, it's just take it easy and, you know, what I mean, it's like, be professional about it. Don't hit live blogs. 
they piss people off big styly. Okay, I think, to I end, think that time is uh, coming up uh, on my clock. It's exactly 10 o'clock Danish time and 9 o'clock UK time. And I thank you all for listening to Webmaster Radio and Strike Point with uh, Dave N and Mikkel Demip. And uh, do you want to say a few last words, Dave? Yeah, I mean, it's like, if you've enjoyed it, come back next week because we really need AOL to come in and buy us for 25 million in about six months' time. Love you all, guys. Speak to you later. WebmasterRadio.fm Listen to the Classic Rock Block Two hours of cool classic rock Every Tuesday at 8pm Right after SEO Rockstar Only on WebmasterRadio Rock on!